Hello there, and thanks for joining the Psychology Podcast, the Psychology Report. Stress. Stress is no joke. Let's take that for our topic as we consider a very important part of our lives. All of us, all of us have stress. All of us cannot get rid of our stress. All of us must learn to manage our stress. We must learn to manage the source of our stress. We must learn to manage the response that we make to to our stress. We have to manage the people who contribute to our stress, the places in which stress takes place. In other words, there are many different aspects of stress, and it's our responsibility, it's our duty to manage it, not get rid of it. You can't pray it away, you hope it away, you know, cry it away, or drive it away in any way. There's no way to get rid of stress in your life. It will always come and go. It will always be there strong or weak. It will always be there in an acute form or in a chronic form. But stress will be part of your life, and it will be part of your future. It will be part of the thing you have to deal with the rest of your life as you have up to this point in your life. But you got to start with the concept. You have to start with the understanding. You have to start with the basic attitude that stress is no joke. In other words, we can't just laugh it away. We can't just cry it away. We can't just dismiss it. We can't just make jokes about it. We have to deal with stress as a potentially destructive force in our life, but it can also be a potentially arousing and achievement-oriented source in our life. Moderate stress, low levels of stress generate creativity, generate productivity, generate achievement, generate enthusiasm and energy and focus, achievement. But chronic stress and severe stress impairs, breaks down, destroys, contributes to a meltdown in our thinking and our emotions, our plans and our productivity and our uh, attempt to achieve. Goals are not attained by chronic, severe stress. Goals are attained, however, by low levels and moderate levels of stress that we can manage and we can harness and we can make work for us. Well, what are some of the things about stress that we have to take into account and take uh, very seriously? And let me give you just a short list, okay? Take these down. Learn to take criticism and correction without being defensive, and without denial. Okay, that's a very important point. Learn to take criticism and correction. You know, we are all subject to feedback. We're all subject to uh, evaluation. We're all subject to somebody's comments. We're all subject to somebody's evaluation of us and, and, and uh, feedback in the form of either criticism or correction or even praise and a compliment. Who knows? But we have to learn to take the criticism and correction. We can take the compliments. 
We can take the praise. That's easy. But it's the criticism and the correction which are tough, hard to take. And we usually try to deny or we usually try to come up with some kind of a excuse and defend what we did and justify why we didn't do it better or what we didn't and how we did it. So if you're going to manage stress, if you're going to reduce stress, if you're going to corral stress in your life, start with the criticism that you are given on a daily basis or periodically and manage it, accept it, take it. Take it in, benefit from it, learn from it. Criticism and correction. Okay, here's number two, okay, on that point. Be willing to be less than perfect. You know, it's not being perfect. It's being adequate for the proper occasion. What's expected is that we be adequate, at least. That we rise to an occasion where we can do what is expected and do maybe what uh, is necessary for success or for achievement or for goal attainment or to help somebody along or whatever. But you don't have to be perfect. Somebody says the only person that has to be perfect in our life is a neurosurgeon. But maybe even that. You know, it's a matter of being adequate for whatever it is that you've been assigned to do and whatever responsibilities you've taken on and whatever duties you have before you you know, be adequate. Be the adequate father. Be the adequate mother. Be the adequate friend. Be the adequate sister. Be the adequate brother. Parent. Be adequate. And then, on occasion, periodically, you might rise above that. Not necessarily be perfect, but be better than adequate. That will often take place. That will often occur. Be better than adequate. But your goal, at least, is to shoot to be adequate for the occasion and for the task, for the assignment given you. Watch it. Don't let yourself get caught in this idea that you take on a task and you've got to do it perfectly well. Here's the third point. Surround yourself with people who are good for you. Surround yourself with people who make you feel confident. You see... There are all kinds of people in this world. The people who encourage and the people who discourage. The people who build you up and the people who tear you down. You know, the people who give you confidence and those that take away your confidence. You know, the people who uh, make you feel strong and positive and hopeful and those that destroy your hope and take away your peace. Now, put your put people into two groups. Put the people that you know in these two groups. And surround yourself with the people who build you up and give you the confidence and give you the peace and give you that rest and give you that confidence that you need for your daily responsibilities and duties and whatever it is you're trying to do. Whatever role you play and whatever responsibilities you've taken on. There are people who support you and will encourage you and will help you in that. And avoid those people. Get away from those people. Minimize your time with people who take away your confidence who take away your peace, who take away your joy, who take away your hope, who take away your energy, who draw, who sap you of energy rather than to build you up. So surround yourself with people, that's true, but the right kind of people who build you up rather than to tear you down. Now, here's another point. Take care of your body. Take care of your body. 
It's yours. Eat right. Exercise. Meditate. Relax. In other words, do the things that your body requires and needs and will benefit from and will respond to in a positive kind of way. A good nutritious meal. Good balanced meal with vegetables and fruits and minimum fats, okay, and minimum carbohydrates. But eat right and make sure you get some exercise. Most people try to exercise at least 10 to 15 minutes a day. Or exercise a little longer, but maybe three or four days a week. You don't have to exercise every single day of the week. But three, four, five days a week, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes a day, good. Exercise. Meditate. Spend time alone. Spend time just in quietness. Spend time in thought. Spend time in reflection. You know, spend time just within your own mind of reflecting on and recalling and rehearsing and remembering events that have happened in your life, particularly things that build you up. People that are, are, are thoughts and memories that give you joy and give you satisfaction and give you a sense of peace and a sense of quietness in your body. And certainly relax. Learn that you let your muscles, which are like rubber bands, by the way, just let go, let go of them so that like that rubber band, it reduces and goes back to a state of equilibrium, goes back to a state of calmness, goes back to a state of relaxation. You say, your muscles shouldn't be tight. They should not be uptight. They shouldn't be uh, built up into a tightness. Let them go. Let them go and let them go so that your body is loose and free and comfortable. Your hands are like dish rags. You see? Let your hand, your left hand, your left arm, and your left shoulder relax. Go across your neck and let your right shoulder, your right arm, and your right hand relax. Like a horseshoe. Just relax that part of your body. Let it go, even as I'm talking. Let that part of your body go, Sue. Just let your shoulders go and both arms and both hands. You can do it at the same time, or you can go from the left, all the way up the left arm and shoulder, and down the right shoulder and right arm to the right hand. Just so that you get that kind of horseshoe effect, that just let, it, let yourself relax. Let yourself be calm. Let yourself just be at rest. When you can relax that upper body, you're going to feel a much greater sense of relaxation throughout your body. And then, the next point is devote yourself to work, Play, laughter, learning, socializing. <laughs> it's a big order, isn't it? Make sure your day, make sure your week has work in it, obviously. Everybody should be working. Everybody, no matter what you can do or not do, be working. Whether it's three hours a day or eight hours a day or ten hours a day. There should be some work on the part of everybody. Every child should be working. You know, kids by age of five should have their chores. Maybe by four. Maybe some kids by three. Make sure everybody has a little chore to do. That's work. And then they go on and have this work ethic all through their life. Make sure work starts young. Make sure you have a time for play. You know, adult play. Child play. Do puzzles if you want to. You know, put together uh, a puzzle. Uh, jigsaw puzzle, verbal puzzles, you know, play tennis, play pickleball, you know, find something that you can play and that is in your realm 
of play. Make sure you laugh a little bit every day. Find humor in what's going on around you and the people around you. Uh, reflect on things which are funny and tell jokes and tell stories and have a little interaction with people at work and at your office and around your neighborhood and wherever it might be. Get a little laughter in your life. Make sure you hear yourself laugh and like your laugh. Enjoy your laugh. Feel good about the way you laugh. Don't be embarrassed about it. People will enjoy it too. Make sure every day is a part of a learning. Read. Listen to a podcast like you're doing. You know, watch some kind of a television program. You know, talk to somebody. Ask questions. Get some kind of learning going on in your life. Make sure your life has a lifetime learning plan. Lifetime learning plan. You should be learning something every day for the rest of your life. And you got to be in the places where learning takes place. I just attended the session here in town on the one-day university. One full day, four lectures on the topic of genius. And we learned about the life of Benjamin Franklin and Franklin Delano Roosevelt and Einstein and Michelangelo. Areas in my life that I don't necessarily think about every day. But it was new learning. Subject yourself to new learning. And then make sure you have friends you socialize. Make sure you get out and around and about with people and that you're socializing. No isolation. That doesn't help. That's not good. That adds to stress and depression too, by the way. And then lastly, keep a safe distance. This is important. Keep a safe distance between yourself and the source of your stress. Whether it's a sister, brother, parent, sister-in-law, whether it's a brother-in-law, an uncle, whether it's your pastor, you know, whether it's your neighbor, you know, whether it's somebody at work, whoever it is in your life that creates stress for you. It doesn't have to be high levels of stress necessarily, but certainly a notable level of stress. Get a safe distance from them. Spend a little time with them. Don't spend a lot of time with them. Don't be where stress is. Don't go where stress gets generated. Get away from that. Move away from that. Minimize your time with people who create stress. Get distance between yourself and a person who creates stress for you. Sometimes as an adult, our parents still create our stress because they want to parent us, even though we're an adult. And they want to direct our life, and they want to have us do with continually to do things that they want done and to do it their way. That's stress on a, on a young couple getting married or a young person starting out in life becoming independent. So keep a safe distance between you and the person that creates your stress. Now, let me just ask you three questions, and you can answer them real quickly. What stressor do you need to address at this time in your life? In other words, of all the stresses that you've experienced, and all the stress that comes into your life, right now, today, or this week, what stress do you need to address? What source of stress do you need to address and do something about? Is it in your marriage, your in-laws, your parents, your school, your work? Where is it? Okay, that's number one. Number two, what strategy are you planning to undertake to ease the burden of the stressor on your life? In other words, what are you going to do about it? So you have a person who's stressed. What do you think you can do? Become more assertive? Yes, give yourself the permission to become more assertive. Ask for help. Seek out a counselor. Seek out a therapist. 
get some ideas, get some help in knowing what direction to take and dealing with the stress in your life so you can minimize it and manage it much better. And then the last question I have for you is, what help do you need to reduce the ongoing stress in your life? What help do you need? Perhaps a psychologist you need. Maybe a friend who's going through some stress or has gone through a stress like you're going through. Maybe you need to go to an AA meeting. Maybe you need to go to Al-Anon. Maybe you need to go to some other type of a uh, session where you can get some support and help and assistance. Maybe you need to go to church. You know, maybe you need to go to some of the groups that are available through a church programming or within your community in a lot of different ways. You know, when you go through stress, you like to do it with somebody who's gone through it. You like to go through it with somebody who's going through it. You like to go through it with somebody who knows what they're talking about and can guide you. So what help do you need? Okay? What strategy are you going to employ? But first of all, what stressor do you need to address right now? Commit yourself to it. Write it out. Go do it. And start tonight and start tomorrow to deal with that stress and resolve it and minimize it in your life. Okay? Hey, good to have you with me today. Uh, this has been the uh, Psychology Report. Let me just say this to you. We have a sponsor, the Pregnancy Care Center of Fresno. They just moved to Olive Avenue by Van Ness. It's their new location. So it's 1127 East Olive in Fresno. And if you're in a crisis pregnancy situation, get over there tomorrow. If you know somebody who's in a crisis pregnancy situation, get them, take them over there tomorrow. But connect, will you? They are good people, kind people, loving people, and understanding. And if you're not in a crisis pregnancy situation yourself, send them a few bucks, by the way. They, they thrive on the money that they get through donations. That's what makes them successful. So... Send them a few dollars and you'll feel good. They'll do a good service and use your money well. So it's the Pregnancy Care Center of Fresno. Now, if you're not in Fresno, there's a crisis pregnancy center in your community somewhere around you. Uh, go find out where it is. And either utilize their services if needed, refer somebody there who needs their services, or send them some money. Do something so that they get strength, strong, uh, stronger and they get strength for their program, and you're part of that, okay? Hey, good to have you with me. Thanks for joining me, and bye for now.